what is up my dudes welcome to olympia oddities i'm trista and i'm steven and before we dive into our extra special ooky spooky and kooky halloween episode it's my turn to share a creepy story that happened to me this year Ooh, and I, th- on me. I think i saved like my best one for last this one is the one that scared me the most at least are you ready i'm ready okay so me and two of my friends went hiking and so basically the main setup to this trail is like a main gravel road and then there's a bunch of little trails that all run off the side of it like it divides into like i don't even know how many trails are out there but i'm pretty familiar with like the main one i've been hiking there and like ridden my horse there before so like i'm decently familiar with it and nothing really that weird's happened there before i've also been geocaching there before with like no issue and so like we go there and it's like a beautiful summer day this happened in like july i think it's like a beautiful summer day we're just walking along and talking we get to this really cool pond and there's like a beaver jam we stop and take pictures there's like butterflies which i hate because i'm a butterfly and moth phobia i am very familiar with it i know it doesn't (laughs) doesn't make any sense i know it doesn't i just i hate them i don't like how erratically they fly they have no control over themselves that and probably watching Godzilla versus Mothra didn't really help that much either. No, I love Mothra. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I, re- I really, really love Mothra, though. <laughs> You're right. He has a more steady flight pattern. She? Is that Mothra she, a girl? It is a she. No, it is a she. Right. I believe you're right. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long time since I've seen <laughs> Mothra. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so, like, we're kind of, like, making, like, they didn't know about my moth fo- or and butterfly phobia, so, like, we're all kind of, like, making fun of me for that. Because I'm okay with people making fun of it, because I know it's ridiculous. You know? It's so dumb that it's, like, I might Still as well. Fun. Yeah, right. Um, And we walk a little bit further, and then they stop to get, like, their water bottles out of their backpack or something, or maybe a snack. And the trails split into two, like, a left and a right in front of us. So I walked up a little bit ahead just to see, like, what was going on and, like, try to pick a trail, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. I have ADHD. Having a Robert Frost moment. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but when I walk up there and I look to the trail down the right, there's like this dark figure, and I swear it was a... I really, really think it was a person, that just like walked off the trail and just ducked into the tree line and just disappeared. And I'm like... I don't like I it really scared me I don't know it just set off like this weird alarm in my head where I was like not right not right not right this went from Robert Frost to like Edgar Allan John Carpenter Frost <laughs> uh so I go back to my friends and I'm like I tell them what happened and what I saw where I thought what I thought I saw and they like luckily like believe me you know what I mean because I was kind of worried that they were just going to be like not because they're like i think that they would just blow me off or whatever it's just because i it was one of my like first or second not first or second but like second or third time hanging out with them yeah so i was just like not sure how it was gonna go and luckily they believed me and everything and we backed out of there like literally (laughs) facing where i saw the guy like backed out of there for probably like a quarter of a mile we were like, well, we weren't sure if it was like a bear or like a cougar or something. Yeah, so we just, that. we went like, as my friend put it, she said, better off like safe than on a po- than on a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, oh, better off safe than dead on a podcast. That's what it there was. And I was like, there we go. That's a really good motto to live by. Better and- than mine. Mine is Keith Richards Wood. <laughs> yeah, that could get you into some problems. Yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh yeah so we're walking out of there and the whole vibe in the forest just changed 
and like i'm not the only one who picked up on that because they talked about this like later on after it happened they talked about this at squatch fest too when you hear all the critters stop something's watching i met my friends talked about it um and they felt the vibe in the forest change too and it was weird because we went past like the lake again or the little pond and there was like no butterflies and no dragonflies anymore and it was just weird and we heard these weird like voices in the woods we couldn't tell if they were like people we heard some sort of weird sound in the woods and it was weird because it would sound like it was like behind us and then it would sound like it was next to us for a bit and then it would sound like it was behind us and then it like stopped and that only happened when we were right next to the pond and there's another trail that kind of connected there so i have no idea if that was just other people out there in the woods or if it was related to that but definitely didn't help make us like feel any better about everything and i mean we made it back to like the car safe and everything like that but i just thought it was super weird and i'm glad that we were uh like played that one safe you know i'd rather i'd rather call the hike off a little bit short than i don't know get attacked or something i remember when that happened yeah that even like creeped me out i was this is too much weird stuff that was just too creepy the voice thing is seeing the person or just figure in general just step off of the trail nope right nope i'm noping out of that yeah i went and i bought a new pepper spray after that happened actually and now it is time for this year's halloween episode damn i should have bought a theremin for this a theremin yeah the thing that goes oh yeah yeah i mean we could put in some sound effects If I'm not feeling lazy in the edit, I'll try to do that here. (laughs) For our special Halloween episode, we decided to cover something that we hadn't in a while. I dove into the haunted history of Washington to find us a good story, and this one stuck out to me. So today we'll be telling you about the haunted history of the Oxford Saloon. Get it? Saloon ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really proud of this one. I'm excited for it. I like I, I, just, I like the idea of just a haunted saloon, just old westerny. Like we even talked about earlier, I like bank heists. And I love like a good western bank heist. Yeah, we think that there needs to be more western themed horror movies. Like Bone Tomahawk. Fantastic. It's a fantastic movie. Oh, yes. Underrated. But back to the saloon. The Oxford Saloon is located in Snohomish, Washington at 913 First Street. The building was built in 1900 and for the first decade operated under the name Blackman's Dry Goods. The store's owner, Arthur A. Blackman, was originally from Maine and had lived in Oakland, California for a while before arriving in Snohomish on Christmas Day in 1855. In 1910, the building officially became a saloon, and while the name changed a few times over the years, it always included Oxford in its name. When the building underwent renovations to become the saloon, the new owners installed a stairway that led to rooms on the second floor. These rooms were intended to be boarding house rooms, but rumors about their actual use have circulated around. The rumors say that a local well-known businesswoman named Kathleen, or possibly Catherine, rented these rooms to be used by sex workers. She allegedly operated this business out of an office at the local Eagles Lodge. See, now, that's where I thought it was going to begin with, but that's also probably bias on my end. What was it? What was it called? The French... Oh man, French's Cafe. French's Cafe. That's what it was. Interesting. I, I I just that pulled the whole aesthetic together for me. I love that house. I loved going by that house. I hope it's okay. Me too. It's a very cool house. The Oxford Saloon was no stranger to violence. 
Most of the incidents centered around the basement, the men's card room, and the bar area. One murder that occurred happened when there was a fight one night, and Henry, a policeman who also worked as a bouncer at the Oxford, was stabbed while trying to break up the fight. He died from his injuries. He was a regular at the Oxford while working and while off work, which makes it less surprising to hear that his spirit may have hung around at the bar, even after his physical body was long gone. Just give the man a drink. He just wants a drink. Just give him a drink. He's in the afterlife. Just let him relax. People who have seen Henry's ghost report that he hangs out around the stairs leading to the basement and has been seen many times in the woman's bathroom. Creep. Yeah, he's a bit of a creepy ghost. Well, I don't really being, like that. I'm being creepy. Ew. Many female guests report being pinched by him. While some women have tried to call out the ghost of Henry for this, he always disappears when confronted. Just like any other typical douchey man. Just disappears upon confrontation. You said it, not me. <laughs> the second floor of the Oxford Saloon is now rented out as office spaces, but this doesn't mean that the ghosts of the second floor have moved on. In fact, visitors and staff of the Oxford have seen three different ghosts on the second floor. Fun! Let's call Taps. Taps? Is that what the, that's what the one on sci-fi, right? Those guys, they, they called themselves Taps, right? I don't know. This Ghost is... Hunters? Oh, the Paranormal State guy? Yeah! It's right. Chip Coffee. That's my favorite. I don't believe in psychics, but Chip Coffee is like the one where I'm like, I your name's so fun that you have to be real. <laughs> What fairy tale book did you step out of with that name? At least I think that's right. They were on the sci-fi channel. I think I think that was them. I would love to sit down with like a chocolate chip muffin and like some coffee with chip coffee. <laughs> chip coffee. I hope that's a show. There's so many ghost shows. I don't know. They're, all, there are. they're either ghost adventures or all the other ghost shows to me. That doesn't mean that I think ghost adventures is good. <laughs> it just, you know, it stands out for you have Ghost Reasons. Adventures, all the other ghost shows, and the celebrity paranormal shows. True, I forgot about that category. So the first ghost that people have reported seeing on the second floor is a man wearing a bowler hat. Kind of fun, as long as it's not H.H. Holmes. Yeah, well, this one started out as fun to me, because I was going to be like, and I couldn't really find any more information than that, so it's just some dude in a bowler hat. <laughs> just some dude Just some guy. <laughs> but then you... you Gave him like a scary backstory, and now I'm kind of afraid of bowler hat man. <laughs> well, the only other person that I can think of that really wears a bowler hat would be Alex from A Clockwork Orange. Not better. No, not at all. So pick your poison on that one, I guess. So the other two ghosts are women. Some people believe that one of these ghosts, an older woman, is Catherine or Kathleen, the woman who allegedly operated a brothel out of the saloon's second floor. She wears a purple dress covered in purple bows. The other ghost is assumed to be Amelia, one of the second floor sex workers. She had allegedly been forced into the work and her dead body had been found balled up inside of her closet. No one was sure if she was a victim to suicide or if she had been murdered. It's a sad... Balled up inside her closet. Good lord. This is like... Ryan Murphy, did you write this? Yeah, it does have a touch of Ryan Murphy. Flair, so it's a very sad story, though. No, it is. I'm not. I'm not saying it's ridiculous. I'm like, that's just what. Like, how? How was she? How was she balled up in her? Damn, that's rough. Yeah, I don't know how she put herself there. It's yeah. almost more like someone put her there, which makes me lean more towards her probably being a victim of murder. Which reminds me of my movie theater story that I used to work at, but that's for a later day. 
In 2005, the Washington State Ghost Society kicked off the beginning of several investigations into the weird happenings at the saloon. According to Weird Washington, two researchers named Russ and Sandy investigated the second floor first. They turned on their tape recorder and made their way up the stairs. As they headed up, Sandy told Russ to take some pictures. When they later played this tape back, they heard a male voice copying what Sandy had said. Just seconds later, they heard what sounded like either a child's laugh or cry in the background of the recording. That's not creepy. Most places when I, that, that I cover, I'm like, I oh, want to go man. there. This place, I don't think I want to go here. Yeah, and we no, haven't that... even scratched the surface on why I don't want to go here. <laughs> that Yeah, no. I, 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 upon hearing any sort of like adolescent laughter or just voice, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. The manager had given them the keys to unlock the rooms upstairs, but as they tried to open the doors, they found that the keys wouldn't work. They'd put them into the lock only to have them fall right out. It was almost like some unseen hand was grabbing them and throwing them down. Now I'm just thinking about that scene from Beetlejuice when Lydia's like trying to get into the, the attic and then Adam puts a straw in the... <laughs> when they listened to the recordings captured when they were trying to unlock the rooms, they allegedly captured a voice saying, I dropped the keys to my room. That's spooky. Yeah, I would love to hear that recording because I think that that's some really, really strong paranormal evidence right there. Why isn't there a Conjuring movie about this? They entered room six, which is the room that Amelia, the sex worker who had been found dead, had lived in. Nothing of any interest happened in the room during their investigation, but Rust and Sandy decided to later on rent this room and reported strange things happening like the furniture rearranging itself when they weren't there. Don't like that. No, neither do I. That's... Oof. In room four, they attempted to contact the spirits and picked up a male voice saying, I am the one. Happy with the results they had gotten on the second floor, they headed down the stairs. As they descended the stairs, a voice that seemed to be following them down said, You'll die. At this point, I'm out of the building. This is why I can't be a ghost hunter. If, some, if I hear that... Bye. Okay, I'm going to get out of here before you can kill me. You can find me at the Taco Bell down the street. I'd like to think that I would approach that line with some humor. Just be like, yeah, but at some point. Say, yeah, you're right. You're telling me you hear a voice following you down some stairs going, you'll die. Well, I mean, with all of the stuff that had happened up to this point, yeah, I'm already shitting bricks. But I mean, like, I already by this point need new pants. So I mean, like, what more room do I have in there? But to just like approach it with humor by this point. <laughs> I can only move so fast with pants so full. After meeting up with two other investigators downstairs, the group moved through to the lower bar and basement. Once at the bottom of the stairs, Russ took 10 pictures of the stairs with his camera. Chillingly, one of these pictures seems to show a man standing in front of the camera, looking up the stairs. A professional photographer later analyzed the image and said that it was unlikely that the image had been altered in any way. Oh, man. See, and that's also like something I used to look up a lot when I was in like middle school and high school just to like spook myself out, like specifically like ghost stare pictures. Those things are t they're terrifying, terrifying. Yeah, I don't like dark stairways and I hate um, like dark unlit hallways. That and like big group photos where somebody just pops up in the photo and nobody can explain who that person is like a good a good ghost human in a group photo is that's another terrifying one for me and this is just such an insane amount of evidence to be capturing all in one night yeah no that's that's just it, it, 
That's baffling. Towards the end of their investigation, one of the investigators had to use the bathroom. While he was taking a leak, he heard a man's voice whisper for him to get out. How are you reacting if a ghost whispers in your ear while you're taking a pee? I'm going to finish my piss. Screw washing my hands. I'm getting out of there. (laughs) I really half expected you to be like, I'm going to turn and try to pee on the ghost. (laughs) I mean, this isn't my building. (laughs) If I owned the building, that would be, if I was paying the bills, that'd be different. But I'm not going to make sense. I'm not, I mean, I guess I'm already pretty spooked by that point. So maybe, maybe I'm just like running out of the bat, like running out of this house, this bathroom, this building pants down around my ankles by this point just like hopping just just to just to get the hell out until i like face plant and then i'm like inching like an inchworm but i don't know i'd like to think that i'd 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 like be able to keep my cool enough to just finish it off and then just like flush the toilet maybe not even that just on my way out the bathroom just like buttoning up my pants zipping them up and then just like we're getting out of here Thank you for listening to another episode of Olympia Oddities. If you want to support the podcast, you can follow the Facebook or Instagram at Olympia Oddities Podcast on both. Tell a friend or leave us a positive review. I got most of the information in this episode from the Oxford Saloons webpage underneath their Haunted History tab. And I will post that uh, the sources for this episode in the show notes as usual. If you have an episode topic or a story you want to submit us, you can send us a DM anytime or email us at olympiaoddities at gmail.com. If you want us to include your name, send it in with it and give us a little note giving us permission to give you a shout out. I'm Trista and my personal Instagram is Saloon Ghost. I love the themes here. I'm Steven and you can find me at the Steven Ramirez. And until next time, friends, and happy Halloween. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Stay safe. Stay doomy. People who have seen Henry's ghost report that he ha- <laughs> Nope. <laughs> nope. People who have seen Henry's ghost report that he hang Nope. Nope. People who have seen Henry's ghost report that he Am I gonna fucking die? <laughs> I feel like I should put this at the very end of the episode. <laughs> People who have seen Henry's ghost report that he hangs around the stairs, leading around. Oh my god! I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. This is gonna get it. This is gonna be it. Okay. <clears throat> People who have seen Henry's ghost report that he hangs around the stairs. Hangs out. Hangs out. People who have seen Henry. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my god. Oh.